This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey everyone, Tim Wright here along with Dr. Michael Gurian, and welcome back to the Wonder of Parenting podcast, a brain science approach to parenting. And we're looking forward to spending some time with you again today talking about important issues. And when you're talking about parenting, it's always important. And we've got another listener question coming to you today. This is, uh, we picked this up off of our Facebook group. Uh, If you're not a part of our Facebook group, you can go to Facebook and uh, type in Wonder of Parenting and search. There's a little join button, and then I will let you in as soon as I get the notification on that. And one of the great things about that site is uh, you can post questions. Michael and I may or may not get to them. Usually we don't get to those questions, but there are a lot of parents from all over the world who uh, have great insight to share. And every once in a while, I'll pick up a question off of there uh, and we'll talk about it. And that's one of those today. Uh, You can also send us questions to wonderparenting.com, wonderparenting.com. And uh, there's a form there that you can fill out uh, with your questions. You will also find information about our sponsor, The Forge School. Michael, tell us a little bit about them. Yeah, The Forge School. This is our, um, they are completing a two-year sponsorship of us, Mm. or nearly two-year sponsorship of us. And and that contract is completing. And I really want to thank them um, uh, for being our sponsors uh, for, for almost two years, a year and a half to two years. There, It's a beautiful rural school it's residential treatment and it's uh it's out in tennessee benton tennessee right on a river and a beautiful facility too um the staff is wonderful they provide residential treatment for boys 14 to 17 so a boy if you know a boy who's having significant issues and is 14 to 17 uh, look look at the forge school most they take a lot of or most insurance and um uh, so they're really worth looking at. And they're on our website, wonderparenting.com, and you can click to the Forge. You'll also find uh, information from our longtime sponsor, uh, and that's Dr. Greg Jantz and the great folks in the Seattle area, the Center of Place of Hope. Uh, they do a lot of good inpatient work for those of you who uh, have loved ones or maybe yourself, you just need some extra time to heal up. And um, we say this all the time, Greg is a prolific author. And every year puts out at least one book dealing with real stuff, with practical insights and how to uh, handle those real life issues. So I encourage you to go to wonderparenting.com and you'll find a link to them as well. So our question for today is one that we have dealt with in the past, but uh, I think this has some nuance to it that's really interesting uh, to us and we think it will be to you. So the question goes like this, what are your thoughts on retaliation? I didn't like it. But I came to a point where one of my kids was being bullied by others and being hurt by his younger brother. So my husband and I okayed it. Our youngest of three boys just wasn't getting the picture to not throw things at people or hit them. Uh, So apparently he's been throwing hot wheels at uh, heads uh, and they've tried to control his behavior through timeout, spankings, even redirection. So she and her brother, she said, my brother and I talked about retaliation. He's opposed to it whereas I'm not. 
I'm asking too, because we have another child who picks fights and explains the other person hit him first, which is not always the case. So uh, just wondering kind of what thoughts are on how to handle bullying. And there's some other things there, Michael, I think you're going to pick up for us to help us understand what's going on here. So uh, let's start with some general observations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In reading this email, there wasn't a lot of detail in it. So I'm going to kind of create a scenario in my mind whereby there, where we have three boys, we know there are three boys and to, to try to figure out the ages, they weren't given, but let's say they're seven. The youngest is seven. The next one is eight. And the next one is 10. The oldest is 10. And it looks like uh, the the youngest, the seven year old, is throwing things like Hot Wheels, especially at the oldest. And it looks like what the mom is saying is that that is looking like bullying to her. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing one thing is I wonder about the word use. Is that bullying? Is the seven year old bullying the ten year old, uh, or or does he have um, you know impulse control issues, some sort of conduct issue? Uh, since they've kept trying to get him to stop doing this and he keeps doing it. Um, is it bullying or what is it? But let's say it, it's bullying. Uh, this is what he's doing. And then I think there's an eight-year-old in the middle who who uh, is the one she's referring to, another child who picks fights and explains the other person did it. Mm-hmm. The other person hit him. But I think she's referring to another kid. So so now we have all three kids, I think. And and it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic because – if, if let's say the seven-year-old is throwing things and, and, and bullying and being mean to the 10-year-old, then we have a pretty passive 10-year-old. So if he has not retaliated already, he's pretty passive because you would expect him to have retaliated. He's the yeah. older brother. Um, so one of the things I think they want to work on with him is what is going on with him. You know, what is, is maybe he's much bigger and he's afraid he's going to hurt the seven-year-old. You know, what is it? Because in terms of retaliation, I would support the 10 year old in retaliating, but I would want to know what we mean by retaliation, like picking up the hot wheel, which has, you know, a pointy edge and throwing it back at the seven year old, the seven year old's head. That would be the wrong retaliation that that mm-hmm. can injure. That's not, that, we would not want that to be the retaliation. But um, if the 10 year old, you know, pushes the seven year old down to the ground and, and, you know, sits on him like, my older brother did with me when I was younger and sits on him and says, you stop doing that, you know, and basically asserts power. And that's the retaliation. Then I would support that because that would help this. In that case, the 10 year old would be helping to help the seven year old to control his impulse. Yep. Uh, right. Because now not just the parents putting the seven year old in timeout, but now we have his target who would be helping out. Um, by retaliating, but again, not to injure, to assert power in the hierarchy, that kind of retaliation. So I would I would support that, and I would support the family and helping the 10-year-old understand why he's being so passive, and that will be a life lesson for him. And then um, uh, they'll continue with the 70-year-old. And, and then given that we've got th- these three issues with these three guys, um, I mean, a question is, is this all just sibling rivalry and everyone is mm-hmm. developing normally? Maybe. Uh, or is there something going on? Like, are are people parroting something going on with the adults or have they seen this behavior somewhere else? Like, has the boy seen this lying behavior uh, or is the is the boy manipulative? Uh, you know, that's that middle one, the eight year old who's doing the lying. Um, 
because these are three boys who each has have some issues mm-hmm. and in a family. So I think the adults, it might be that the adults, everyone wants to talk and go, why? You know, what is going on in, in the in the family constellation and what's being mimicked and and why is this behavior going on? If it's only happening once a week or something, okay, that's nothing. But for her to write us about it and to isolate things going on with each kid, seems to me she's worried that there's something and that a pattern might be developing. So um, I, I would look at that. And then the last thing I'll say generally is that we tend to think about retaliation, especially in our present era. We think about it as, okay, violence is begetting violence and we don't want... Uh, another person to become violent right yes you've been bullied and that's a violence but we don't want you to become violent and violent in return so and that's how parenting is sort of set up now because uh because we don't want any violence and then we you know right we want people to sort of freely express themselves and not be pushed hard against especially by other kids but Actually, organically, sort of evolutionary biology, it's pretty normal for siblings or kids who are pushing each other around to push each other around. And that's part of how they socialize each other. And no, it should never get dangerous. Those Hot Wheels should never get thrown at someone's head. Um, But the retaliation, uh, a measured retaliation, that would be well within the range of normal uh, for these sibling boys. So I would not see that as as like Mm -hmm. bad behavior. I would see it as provoked and part of the socialization process. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So it sounds like the, the first or the oldest boy <clears throat> is not only being... Um, harassed, bullied, picked on by his younger brother, but by others. Um, is there a, a personality type that tends to be bullied more than others? I know in past podcasts, you've talked about these hierarchies or people picking at weaknesses. Talk a little bit about that. We're going to move off of this boy now. We're not diagnosing this yeah, boy, we don't but know just this generally boy, right. speaking. Uh, what are some things to look for in kids who tend to be bullied? Well, he he could be he could be really really confident, and this is all just you know uh, like water off the duck. I mean that could be yeah, but it also could be that he's pretty passive, and mm-hmm. and that that's the weakness that people are picking on. Um, you know he's very shy or he's passive. He's not assertive. Um, he doesn't step up and join things he doesn't you know he does he's not really a part of the group and they pick at that 
and they want they want him to be part of the group. Uh, they they like him, you know, and they're pushing at him and prodding him, and and the younger one is hitting him with Hot Wheels, and and th- they're picking on that passivity. Um, so in a way, if it's this ladder, if it's not that he's so confident that he doesn't care, if it's this this ladder, it's this personality type. Um, then, then he's being challenged by the group. Uh, and you, you're right. She does say bullied by others. I don't know if that means the other two kids or, or it means others out mm-hmm. in school, but let's say it means others in school. Um, they are trying to get him to step up. They are trying to get him to be strong and resilient. Um, uh, so that's how I think the parents ought to approach it and, and try to help him to figure out what his assets are and bring those assets to the table better. Um, and he won't be bullied as much um, because he himself, you know, will be asserting strength and asserting his assets. And uh, and he's not going to be a weak target right now. He's weak. So he's a target. Um, and that's what I, I always mean when I look at bullying from an evolutionary biology point of view. Uh, sometimes it's just a narcissistic, violent, evil bully. Mm-hmm. And that that's its own category. Um uh, like as we are recording this, we're seeing that with Putin in Ukraine, yeah. right? I mean, that's not plot. anything having to do with Ukraine and that they've shown right. weakness. That's Putin. He's he is that's on him, right? Okay, right. so that's its own category. Um, but we're trying to analyze this guy in the context of what else might be going on. And since others are doing it, not a narcissistic one person, right? Putin, but others are bullying him, then I think he's probably in this passive personality type. And I would love to see the parents use this as an opportunity to help him be more assertive, talk to the school about it, uh, help him understand what his gifts are and have him assert his gifts and find the community that likes his gifts. If he's good at blank, then go to that community, you know, Mm -hmm. and these bullies over here in another community, don't worry about them. Uh, just move away from them, ignore them, go into a community, you know, or, or obviously if they become really injurious to him, then he will probably retaliate against them, you know, and that could happen. But but also find his own niche, find his own community, assert himself in that community. Uh, don't be passive everywhere. My guess is this guy is passive everywhere and mm. um, and he needs help, uh, that he's being prodded in socialization to become more assertive. So that's totally a guess, right? Uh, but that right. kind of happens to that personality. And sometimes, you know, bullying happens. Uh, and like, like I was saying before about the confident one, uh, like I was that one, I got bullied as a kid, but I was a smart mouth. You know, I, <laughs> I thought I was the know-it-all God's gift. And, um, and of course I came from a very traumatic child abuse background and all that. So in a sense I was compensating, but, yeah, but I was, I was really assertive and then I got bullied because I was too assertive and thought too much, too much of myself. And mm-hmm. I got kept getting, you know, taken down a peg. Um, uh, but what happened with me is I would retaliate, you know, people, because I was assertive and I, I was confident and people would bully me and I would find a way to get them back. This guy doesn't seem like that. This guy seems really, really passive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think a lot of us, when we think of bullying, we've got these images we see in the movies, right? Of the the gang of people and the one guy leading them, and they mm. they pick on the weak kid, and uh, and then you see one of two things happen. At some point, the weak kid uh, just finally says enough's enough and punches the guy in the face, and then they become friends. Yep, that happens. 
or he punches the guy in the face and he gets the tar knocked out of him. <laughs> so that happens, you, you, right? <laughs> There's a risk. Uh, yep. I guess the third thing is that he finds a, a friend who's bigger than them all, right? And that friend becomes a guardian. Um, so you you know you're as a parent you're fearful of all of that. Um, you know you want your child to stand up for himself. We'll say him because uh, that's what we're talking about. Himself uh, to be assertive to find his strength. Uh, but you don't want the tar beat out of them either, uh, or constantly harassed. So what are, uh, you know, and it's hard to answer this because bullying tapes all sort of shapes and sizes, but when you talk about retaliation, what does that, what does that look like? Um, is it, uh, you know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth? Is it just standing strong and say, bring it on? Uh, what does it look like? And every situation is going to be different, but how yeah. do you retaliate in a way that shows strength uh, without it backfiring on you? And yeah. it's an art, not a science. Yeah, it's an art, not a science. And, and it's uh, everything is trial, uh, trial and error for kids. Uh, yeah. There is no, in a way, part of the problem with the anti-bullying industry um I mean, it's good we have an anti-bullying industry in our schools, obviously, but part of the problem with it is that everyone is trying to define bullying a certain way and then provide that single tip, you know what yeah. I mean? The single thing, right. but that's not what bullying is. Bullying right. is a part of the socialization process and it's part of the child development process. And so you're right, it takes many forms. So um, I prefer, if people are going to retaliate, I mean, I would prefer the retaliation to be more like... Um, you know, you punched me, I'm going to punch you back and then we'll become friends. And that's partly because I'm a boy and partly because that happened to me when I was a kid. And I tell that story, I think it's in a fine wing man of me and the guy, Jimmy, and we finally had to duke it out because we were kind of both at each other. Um, and, and finally I was in Laramie, Wyoming when I was in seventh grade and, the the, uh, principal and the gym teacher had us go into the locker and had us punch each other this is 1971 this would not happen now but this is 1971 and they just had us punch each other and beat each other up and we did and i vomited because i got hit in the stomach so much no yeah no i i hit him in the stomach and he vomited then he hit me in the face and i had a black guy but you know what interestingly he and i did become quite cordial friends me and jimmy uh that was it like the bullying ended uh that was an appropriate retaliation even though it would not be accepted now, but it was an appropriate retalia retaliation at the time. It socialized both of us to mature, right? We matured beyond the bullying because we got the consequence and we decided, eh, we're not going to, we don't want that consequence anymore. We're going to move to another behavior. So, um, you know, I actually, I actually like that. And I know that siblings do that a lot. So yep. we can't have that in the schools. We just can't have it. It's too much chaos, but siblings are always doing that. I mean, any of us who grew up with siblings knows we're constantly beating each other up. And what we're doing is we're retaliating. Um, you know, a lot of the time we're retaliating and we're socializing each other. And that kind of retaliation, I think is fine uh, and, and is normal. And since siblings all over the world do it, I always say to parents, just keep them out of danger. If they're not in danger, then they're, so, they're raising each other up. So now the whole job of raising these guys is not on you. Right. And these gals, you've got them raising each other uh, and they're not in danger. Um, mm -hmm. One thing I one thing we did with our girls. So we didn't have boys. We have two girls. And as I've said before, we got them into karate really young. Um, 
it was called Lotus Self-Defense, but it was karate, jujitsu, and they advanced in the belts. And we did that because we wanted them to be able to protect themselves mm. and to have the confidence to protect themselves. And if that meant they were being bullied, two things happened from us getting him in that. One is they would have the physical resources, obviously, to respond because they were physically able through uh, their training. But the other was that that training gave them confidence. So they got bullied less, right? Because they carried themselves with confidence, but also with humility. Martial arts also teaches you humility. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, but then when they had to fight back, they could. And um, so I am supportive of fighting back as long as people are not in danger. And mm-hmm. um, I do think that it's one of the only ways that bullies are stopped. But in the anti-bullying industry, we can't say that because schools are large organizations right? and they need to set certain lines. And I get that. But off campus, uh, we have to understand that, you know, we don't necessarily have to punish our child for retaliating if we understand the situation and the situation warranted that. And we can also see that my son or my daughter may have actually helped that bully to stop bullying. So mm-hmm. it's not all just about my son and or my daughter and they shouldn't have hit back. It's, well, wait a minute, maybe by hitting back, they're helping that guy to stop bullying because that guy's going to keep doing it until someone hits him back. Yeah. Right. And that's part of human biology too. So Yes, it's a bigger topic than 30 minutes, but I, I hope some of that helps. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So let's say again, Michael Green is not advocating street <laughs> no. fights at school. Right. I'm right? not. <laughs> right. But what you're saying is, from a biological point of view, um, sometimes, not always, sometimes bullying is a matter of picking at weaknesses to strengthen the other person to welcome them into the group, which seems weird, right? It, it seems illogical to us that we're going to pick on somebody because we really want them to be a part of the group, but that's part of what's going on. Yeah. That's a subtle thing that yeah. people don't, that we tend to not see. And that yeah. doesn't justify the bullying. The bullying is still right. violence. It still has to end. We still have to end right. it. But yeah, some of it, some of it again is, is the assertion of a narcissistic person who has personality disorder. We got to deal with that. But but when we find groups and the group banter, like she refers at the end of the email to, I know this is guys wrestle each other and they banter mm-hmm. and they're always one-upping each other. That kind of stuff, some people call that bullying. I wouldn't. I would say that that is what you're talking about. That's where one of them's pressing at the other one 
because yep. the other's shown a little weakness and he wants the other one to assert back. And we got to remember why do especially males do this? Why especially males? I'm going to talk about females in a minute, but why especially males? Males especially do this because our genetics are set up around a million years, remember, of our genetic development and our epigenetics of forming these groups and having to protect others, ourselves and others and the people we care about through these groups. And you couldn't have a weak link in these groups. So either it was a hunting group or then it became war and soldiering. About 10,000 years ago, we started getting much more war um, and people became, males became soldiers, et cetera. And you, you had to have a strong group. So um, you couldn't have a weak link in the group. So as boys are raising each other, they're always trying to get rid of those weak links. Now, girls, of course, are involved in bullying too. It looks different. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time. They're doing more verbal, more verbally motive. They're doing more behind the back. And um uh they're cutting each other down, but then smiling more at each other's faces. You know, we're all familiar with these patterns. Um uh and and so sometimes girl bullying is even more complex. Um and with girls, they are sometimes trying to show the weakness in the other because they want a strong group too, biologically, that's true. But with girls, there's something else involved that's really subtle, which is the competition over the male resources. And um, so they're, they're, you know, males start doing it when they get sexualized and they are competing for females. That's, that is part of why they um, prod each other and banter and uh, right. And, uh, um, but they don't, but the male doesn't mind that that other male is weak in terms of competition for the girls, you know, um, mm. uh, because the stronger one's going to get the girl supposedly nowadays, it's not necessarily yeah. true, but, but supposedly with girls, I just, in some ways it's much more subtle because as they compete over resources, they're, they're trying to look physically attractive. Uh, right. Especially this is as they sexualize, they're trying to look physically attractive. They're trying to get rid of their competition and they do it in more subtle ways uh, because them asserting themselves and becoming really acerbic actually is not attractive to the males. Right. And that's that's where there's all this conversation about why can a guy be such a powerhouse and be attractive, but a woman who, who or a girl who becomes a powerhouse is called a bitch. Right. And, and that's a yeah. real biological inequality. It really yep. is. Uh, and evolution is not helping a lot there. And uh, so for her to become that acerbic female who who cuts other people down in public and punches them. Right. She's not going to be attractive. That's not going to look good. And so she does it behind the scenes more mm. and knocks out the competition behind the scenes more. And, um, you know, so like with daughters, we definitely talk to our daughters about that. Mm -hmm. Watch out. Girls are going to do that to you. Here's why they're doing it. You know, see if you want to do it to other girls. We hope you won't. Um, just so they can be aware of these patterns. What I hear you saying, and, and you've said this many times, and you've said it again today, part of it is to help our children find their islands of confidence. Confidence, yeah. And competence, right? Strength, yeah. where they feel good about who they are. Um, I guess I would add, you probably would say this, it's also important for our kids to know their islands of weakness and yeah. to just sort of be aware of. Be humble. Not that yes. they have to focus on that necessarily, but just be aware of I'm a fully human being. So I've got some great strengths and some great weaknesses. 
Just need to know those. Um, the other thing I hear you saying is, uh, and you said this many times, so this is a, such a good point, that martial arts can be a great place for almost anybody to gain some confidence. Um, because martial arts seems to be one of those sports or activities that almost anybody can do on some level. It's not about becoming a black belt. Right. It's about right. learning confidence. It's about learning certain stances so that you feel your own energy if you ever are confronted with bullying. And uh, you've, you've mentioned this so many times, I just think it's worth mentioning again. You've got a child who maybe just doesn't have a lot of confidence. That might be a great place to start. Yeah, absolutely. And this and this whole journey, everything we're talking about in this today is about developing resilience. And yes. I know that's a word I use a lot, but it's like that is that if you if we can give that to our kids, the kids will take care of everything else themselves, mm -hmm. you know, because they are they do have strengths and weaknesses and their strengths are going to come out and they're going to take them into their lives. Um we have to help them be resilient so that they can serve others, be empathic to others. Um, uh, serve others, succeed themselves, raise families in the future, you know, all of that, they got to be resilient. So mm -hmm. part of why I, I like retaliation when it's appropriate, not injurious, when it's appropriate and, and everything else has been tried, let's say, um, is because it builds resilience. You know, if 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 I am this passive 11, uh, 10 year old, let's say, and I just keep getting pummeled by the seven year old, my resilience, you know, I'm living in a kind of fear constancy. Right. I'm constant. Yep. I'm constantly afraid to some level. I'm getting traumatized and um, I'm not developing resilience and I need to develop resilience. So I'm going to fight back. And in part, in part, why I would support this mom circling back and ending with this email we received. Um, or this question is, I do support her point of view if the if it's connected to resilience. So if this yeah. family looks at the situation and says, okay, what if we take retaliation out of the abstract, let's say, or out of a, a political or psychological disagreement, you know, a socio-psychological disagreement, and let's just look at it from a resilience point of view. What is going to build the most resilience in these children? Mm -hmm. And um, I think that in that context, then what she's describing as a sort of healthy re retaliation would build resilience and it would also quiet the instability in this three, uh, three boy system. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's an unstable system right now with the seven year old or the younger one pummeling that older one and the older one, not asserting power. It's an unstable uh, system. So I think that the resilience would get built. And the system would stabilize. And so in that case, now it's not retaliation a bad thing. It's part of a kind of systems analysis. Yeah. And and a resilience analysis. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the, the one thought I had was let me get a, a drink. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <clears throat> I'm choking. Yeah, that happens. You to are me too. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't trying to make this passive boy into an alpha male. Right. You're just right. trying to give him confidence. Yeah. Yeah. He, he needs resilience and confidence. And, uh, and so that means he needs to, he needs to be encouraged right. to assert himself and what she would be calling retaliation. I would see as asserting himself. And if yep. we, if we see it as asserting himself and we take it out of the context of like 
you know, like Putin. I mean, we take it out of that context of bullying and and um, and armament and retaliation right, and that kind of right. thing, but put it in the context of asserting himself and stabilizing the system too. I mean, that's something that 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 family needs. The family needs that system to be more stable. And if the older one retaliates uh, with the younger one, he might be able to get the younger one to stop throwing those Hot Wheels. And the family needs right. that, right? So yep. it might have a, it might even have that ripple effect. So yep. yeah, the more confident he can be, the better for the whole system. I, this is one of those topics that I know we're going to have to talk about again, because some of what you're saying is so counterintuitive to what we're hearing in culture today. And yet, I think a lot of parents resonate with what you're saying. Yeah, I, I at some point, I've got to build some strength in my kids, some resilience, and what's the best way to do that? So this is just really helpful to get us to start thinking about other ways of building, building resilience in our kids, especially when they're facing teasing to bullying. Yeah. And anything in between. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I'm not saying anything's wrong with any of the anti-bullying campaigns out right, there. Don't right. anyone hear that? All that's really good stuff. I'm just layering something. Yes. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to hear that. So this is probably a good podcast to listen to two or three times, just to make sure you hear it all. It's really good. Uh, thank you, Michael, as always. Oh, thank, thank you, Tim. Thanks, everyone. And thank you, everybody, for uh, listening in. And we'll be back with you next time. The Wonder of Parenting podcast, a brain science approach to parenting. Have a good week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.